0: Other kids, Are the in kids, bed, kids, in bed? In kids, It's the naked kids,
1: Hello and welcome to the Naked Dads Review. I'm Gareth and I read to a now three-year-old who takes great pleasure in correcting me whenever I get a uh, word wrong.
0: And um, I am Dan who um, reads to a six-year-old and a four-year-old. And if you think you're having trouble with a three-year-old correcting you, <laughs> try it <laughs> right. with two. Okay, this is bitter experience. Uh, we
1: are back in the pub, as you will be able to tell from the, the Cod Irish music in the background. And we are going to tell you which books you should read to your kids and which you should give a wide berth. Um, first, the news. Okay, Dan, so I'll go first with my news item. Um, it was the Sunday Times Rich List. Has he- it already been
0: a year? <laughs> Has it already
1: been a year? It, it does seem to be the case. We've got three new entrants from the world of children's books.
0: J.K. Rowling, surely. J.K.
1: Rowling is still in there. She's, um, she's gone up, uh, 20 odd million, I think, to 600 million. But... Worth every penny. Yeah, worth... Oh, J.K. She's, she's... She's a trooper. Um, no, but seriously, the, the sort of smaller kids' books that we review... Um, it's going to be David Williams, isn't it? And that's going to really oh, upset me. No, it's not David Williams, actually. It, the, the, the three new entrants are Jack, uh, Dame Jacqueline uh, Wilson, Julia Donaldson, who is... Julia a, Donaldson, yeah, good on her, yeah. on our first podcast.
0: We've, we've um, speculated about her wealth before, but now it's out in the open.
1: And Adam Hargreaves. Now, do you know Adam Hargreaves?
0: Oh, no. oh hello. This is... Um, this is a this is Mr. Man. Yes, it's yes. the Mr. Man's son, son, son of Mr. Son Man. Son of Roger. Yeah. Yes.
1: He um he is apparently worth thirty two million. All oh, on his dad's. Well, name, he kind of inherited it, according to the uh, the Sunday Times Rich List. Um, Julia Donaldson is worth thirty million, and Dame Jacqueline Wilson is worth forty million.
0: I'm I'm surprised go on. Um, obviously Dame Jacqueline Wilson is, is an establishment um, in herself Yeah, I've never read a Jacqueline Wilson book I think Dexys did a song about it didn't they <laughs> <laughs> No, oh,
1: no, that was Jocky Wilson. I, I apologise. <laughs> um, no, I haven't read a, a Jacqueline Wilson book either. Obviously, I've read most of the Julia Donaldson books because that's you know, I, well, she's the well, best. Well, she's the Jacqueline
0: Wilson of the twenty first century.
1: <laughs> exactly, exactly. But what do we think about these these kids authors who are writing pretty straightforward books, pretty straightforward but brilliant books, being among the
0: richest people in the United Kingdom? The the, the sceptical part, the the bitter part, should I say? <laughs> yeah. Of me is um, I'm you know money for old rogue. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm very, very jealous and, and feel that um, some sort of stick man type, well, not literally stick man, but sure. stick, s- stick drawings and um, some funny rhymes could, could get me minted very quickly. Yeah. And no. instead I'm sitting in the pub drinking overpriced beer and uh, worrying when the next toasty will come from. <laughs> well, this is this is the thing. I actually think good
1: on them. Julie Donaldson is brilliant and I think she deserves every penny. I don't know Adam Um I, I
0: I, don't, once again, the bitter part of me is, I don't want to say that he's just inherited his wealth off his father. He does seem to be standing uh, on the shoulders of giants. I, I mean, guess. he's probably just a... very good at managing his his dad's business and the Mr. Men legacy I think yeah I mean he hasn't expanded the series very much Um, oh I I think you might be wrong there go on every year there seems to be a new batch of Mr. Men books whether it's Adam whether it's Adam who's putting pen to paper there and um, and producing them himself or there's some sort of syndication of the Mr. Men series or yeah. not, I'm not aware but <laughs> I, believe, I believe Shaggy did Mr. Boombastic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, there are several holiday specials for every holiday you could ever imagine. Right. Okay. There are, as we mentioned on the previous podcast, a um, Put Yourself in the Mr. Man book. Right. I'm glad I said book it in end of that sure. sentence. Yeah. Um, and <coughs> um, there seems to be a, um, a, a limitless um, supply of Ideas and areas for the Mister Men to go. And okay, they so are
1: the going Mr. there. Oh, so the Mister Men series has expanded recently. In I'd say, and this has helped, This has helped. Um, uh, sorry, Adam Hargreaves earn lots of
0: cash. I, I assume so. Wow.
1: Okay. Cool. Um, well, I mean, good luck to him. Frankly, you know. Obviously, he's, he's building on his, le- his uh, family's legacy, but nevertheless... Of
0: course, um, we've got to mention uh, Little Miss as well. We, oh, we don't yes. want to appear like one-sided misogynists, do we? No, no, no. We've mm. certainly got to
1: say something for the chicks. Yes. Well, anyway, I think it's it's a fabulous thing that these kids' authors have, have earned this much money um, and obviously are, you know, can continue creating great works of literature that will really help your kids learn to read and learn to um, I, I have a question up. for you guys do you then.
0: think that the um, the top echelons oh, of the kids well. writing society oh, uh, right. is, is is more well off than the top echelons of um, the adult book um, community
1: when you say adult books
0: <laughs> I mean the the general books for the oh, general right. population okay. rather yeah. than um, scruff pamphlets Scroff pamphlets. <laughs> <laughs> everyone thinks they can write a
1: kid's book. I, I don't think everyone can, um, for various reasons. Obviously the publishers, I guess, are kind of very selective on who they hire to do this, and uh, certainly, um, I've certainly seen on various websites that they're not short of, of, of people putting forward ideas, for example. But um, I think good luck to them,
0: frankly. Going on a tangent here about who can and who can't write kid's books. Yes. Are you aware of the 1980s kid's book series, probably earlier than that actually, The Garden Gang? No, I'm not aware of The Garden Gang. Okay, Wait, tell me about The Garden Gang. The Garden Gang was written by a 10 or 11 year old. Got no research here other than my own memory. But it was um, essentially the adventures of various um, fruits and vegetables. Okay. Um, I think drawn also by said ten, 11, 12 year old. Um, Penelope Strawberry, um, uh, Peter Plum, okay. Adam Radish. Apple, Ian Radish, um, uh, Betty Aubergine, possibly. I'm yeah, um, I mean, now making them up here. Yeah. It's how easy it is to do. Um, but um, this was a phenomenon when I was growing up of, um, well, I say a phenomenon, I had a series of them. Okay. Who knows what everyone else was reading at the time? Yeah. The Beano, possibly. Scruff pamphlets. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I'm a bit older, so maybe it was scruff pamphlets. Yeah. But, so. Um, but um, um, it was uh, it was very inspirational that a child just a few years older than myself was making some sort of a living as a child's book. Wow! okay, Yeah, uh, I,
1: I thought the same when when Supergrass uh, broke because they were only about a year older than me when when I was at school and they were in a band and making millions and stuff. But anyway, that's that's by the by. So um, so the, the the Garden Gang, the
0: Garden Club, they they. I, well, I, let, let's let's leave the Garden Gang here because I, I feel I should do some research on this and get back to you on the next episode. Okay, so it's it's, 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 it's almost worth its weight in gold here. Well, that's something
1: for Garden Gang fans then, <laughs> isn't it? But um, so yeah. Anyway, the 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 point is that writing kids' books can make you wedge.
0: Now, this might have been a few weeks ago, depending on when this goes out, but it was um, World Book Day fairly recently. Has it's uh, already been a year? <laughs> <laughs> and um touche i was aware of this from looking at my facebook feed and seeing um the the peers and colleagues and friends and ex-friends that um that i know who have children um dressing their child up as popular book characters to go to school which which seems to be a thing now in the uk
1: yeah i i saw a lot of kids dressed as roald dahl characters i think but um yeah there was yeah is a big thing in the uk and, and US as well?
0: Or? Um, uh, I don't know so much. They're, they're, they're not very into their books, are oh, they? Come they're on. more into their guns <laughs> and racism, aren't no, they? World, world Gun and Racism Day. Has they, it already been a year? <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, fine. Okay, so World Book Day, what happened uh, that you noticed during World Book Day? Because oh, essentially
0: you know. just um, and people I didn't want to see were putting photos of their kids dressed up as... Um, harry potter and okay. uh, willie wonka on, on my facebook feed but um it, it slightly annoyed me i don't think i don't think kids should be allowed to dress up as bob the builder for example ah okay were they dressed as neil morrissey <laughs> that's that, that's allowed as is morrissey yeah sure. um, but I, I i just don't think oh or peppa pig yes there yeah. are books about Peppa Pig. there are books about Bob the Bill. When I say about, it's not biographies. Uh, they, they, they have their own sort of series and range. My hell, by Peppa Pig. <laughs> um, okay, so the,
1: your, your problem is the fact that these, these were cartoon series first that would become books. Cartoon series first that become
0: books, first right. that become books but um, kids are dressing up as these characters for World Book Day and it frustrates me. The f- it frustrates the fuck out of me. Right, I'm, I'm sorry. Str- I'm struggling to see why, why
1: you have a problem with kids enjoying World
0: Book <laughs> <laughs> In... <laughs> In my blinkered view of the world, uh-huh. if you're going to celebrate World Book Day, you should be dressing up as David Copperfield, not, right. not the magician. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> or um, or Sherlock Holmes, not Benedict Cumberbatch. Sherlock Holmes. The Oxford English Dictionary. The Oxford English Dictionary. Essentially, some great characters from literature, rather than some... Average characters from television and film that have wormed their way into literature.
1: Okay, so you don't like cross-platform costumes, <laughs> is that basically? Because I, saw, I read a novelisation once of um, Indiana Jones and the uh, Temple of Doom. It was awful. Oh, um, of course. But, but um, if my kid wanted to dress as Indiana Jones, I would certainly let him on that basis. You would? Yeah, definitely.
0: Because there's a book about it. Yeah. TV Guide. Is that a book?
1: No, it's not a book. It's a it's
0: a TV guide guide annual compendium. Is that a book?
1: The the TV guide annual compendium. No, I don't know if that's a book. What's your point? No, I'm saying my my son can dress as Indiana Jones. I'm I'm saying that because I've read a book about Indiana Jones.
0: What's wrong? What's the, just gonna be. I've read a book about Hitler, and I would not let my child dress up as Hitler. If we could get through one podcast, not again. <laughs> one, of us, one
1: of us mentioning
0: Adolf Hitler. <laughs> so, so essentially, World Book Day is is, is my struggle um, <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> against the bastardisation of um, popular characters. Okay, so it's yeah. got to be it's got to be a book and only a book. I think there should be strict rules on this. Okay. Am I alone here? Uh, Essentially, I I am. I guess,
1: um, I mean, that's up to our our audience of uh, dads and lady dads.
0: I'm going to dress up as Ian Ian Hislop from Have I Got News For You? Because I have the Have I Got News For You 1997 (laughs) annual. Is is, is that fair? (laughs) Yes,
1: I would really, really enjoy it if you dressed up as Ian Hislop. That would be brilliant. With a little little bald wig. (laughs) Oh No, I, I think...
0: I, I think you're being unnecessarily harsh to kids. Thank God that I, I do not send my children to English schools because I would be standing there at the school gate scrutinising every single one of their costumes and, you know, <laughs> Simon Cow of the school playground. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. That's
1: not that we're implying anything about Simon Cow <laughs> 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 hanging
0: around <laughs> school playgrounds or anything. Pulling the thumbs up. <laughs>
1: Okay so now time for the feature review and a bit of a departure for the Knack and dad's review this uh, time we're basically going to be talking about uh, flip. scruff pamphlets <laughs> scruff pamphlets no sadly not it's ah. it's a bit too early to be reading my 3 year old scruff pamphlets but we're going As to be th-
0: reading them to your 3 year old or you have 3 year old scruff pamphlets going <laughs> around that um, when I was a younger man I had,
1: <laughs> I had you know my mate keith used to lend me scruff pamphlets that were upwards of 5 years old um no, we're talking about flip-flop books, for want of a better expression. F- books that you can... Books that are involving turning pages and, and things split. Just to sound stupid here, Gareth, aren't, aren't all books... Don't all <laughs> books involve turning pages? That is... Yeah, you got me there. What we're talking about is books that you can sort of turn parts of the page... That they um, have on Independently
0: of other parts of the page. They have unnatural cuts and in the paper. They are a bunch of cuts. <laughs> No, we now we've got
1: we've got Dan's book Ketchup on Your Cornflakes, and it's by Nick Sharratt. Um Dan, can you talk us through
0: that? Ketchup on Your Cornflakes was a book that was sent to my joint children um, as a uh, Christmas present um, a year or two back. It is a um, you open up and it, it's a split page, so you've got the top level, which essentially asks, do you like substance A? And on the second level, on your substance B. <laughs> right. Okay. So, so for example, um, do you like ketchup on your cornflakes? That's the name of the book. So you see where it's going. You turn, you flip over half the page, and it becomes do you like ketchup on your apple pie? Okay. Um, yeah. You turn, you flip over the top um, part of the page, uh, top part of the book, and do you like salt on your cornflakes? Do you like salt on your apple pie? And so it goes on, and there's. There's about 15 um, different scenarios uh, at the top and at the bottom, so you mix and match, and each one is hilarious because you end up do like ketchup in your bed, for yeah, example, okay. um, and you see where this is going. Yeah, totally. For, I mean, for kids that are working out, like what you know, what food
1: taste like and, and and that sort of thing, it's you know really young kids that are putting that together. I think
0: this is a good thing. How do your kids react to it? They love it. Yeah. It's um, it, it's. It seems quite a simple idea. Um, there's not a lot of words in this book, for example. It's, 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 it's literally a few few words at the top, a few words at the bottom. Uh, big animations on the other side of the book um, uh, showing you what they are. So, do you like salt in your bed? The top part of the page, do you like salt? Picture of a salt shaker in your bed. Bottom of the page, picture of a bed. Yeah, okay. Um, my kids find every scenario hilarious. Oh, cool. i like salt and pepper the band, by the way, that last one. Do you like Salt and Pepper, the band, in your bed? (laughs) I'd give it a go, frankly. I wouldn't mind, actually. (laughs) That'd (laughs) be good.
1: Okay. But anyway, so your kids like this. They, they, they,
0: yeah. um, The, the amount of different scenarios you can have um, are vaguely endless. Vaguely endless? Vaguely endless. Wow. Uh, Fairly endless. Vaguely endless. They, and each one, pretty much, produces a hilarious scenario and the kids roll around in their bed laughing, if they are my kids. Okay.
1: Well, and if you do it
0: in a silly voice, I'd like to point out.
1: Well, that's really cool. Um, I do know a little bit about Nick Sharratt, the the author and um, illustrator of this book. He worked with Julia Donaldson,
0: um, and he did... uh well, I me mean, the 30 million pounds... Yeah, yeah, old JD and yeah, 30 yeah. million, yeah. Um,
1: <clears throat> he worked with her on a book called Toddle Waddle, which my son loves. I'm not aware of Toddle Water. Uh, basically, it's um, a toddler's trip to the, to the seaside with his mum. You know, the, the, the drawings are very, very similar. Uh, Nick Sherratt has a definite style. Really How would sim- you
0: describe his style?
1: I think it's really simplistic. It's, it's, there's bold colours and there's lots of um, big, solid lines. It, it, it's great, I think. Um, my flip-flop book is also uh, by someone who's uh, worked with Julia Donaldson. It's by Axel Scheffler. Who we mentioned? He he did the uh, the drawings for the Gruffalo and a few other things and uh, like books like Room on the Broom, uh, Stickman, I think. Okay. And mm. so the flip book that I read, which I don't have here because my son loves it so much that I couldn't leave the house with it. Um, it's called Flip Flop Safari. Ah. Okay. So um, Flip Flop Safari. Similar idea. There's these are split pages that have uh, pictures and a little rhyme. Um, it's about it's about sort of safari. Uh, style animals, so you can you can uh, there's lions, warthogs, you know giraffes that sort of thing as well. You can mix them up, so you can end up with uh, a zebra dial, um, which is a, you know a zebra and a crocodile mixed up and that sort of stuff. My son absolutely loves it. He finds every single one of the mixture animals hilarious. He actually likes making the the proper animals, so he will say, "Oh, I made a giraffe and stuff," which which is just great. Um, the drawings again, it's it's. Axel Scheffler has has a has a definite style like Nick Charrett does, and and they they're great. They're really really cool. It's so funny.
0: essentially, your, your your son he he finds the combinations hilarious and um, enjoys them. Or yeah
1: yeah he he really thinks they're cool. Um, I I don't know if that says anything about his um you know his, his desire to crossbreed animals in future maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, maybe he's, he's going can be making out uh, Ligers. Um
0: I, I believe there's also a couple of books in that same series. Oh you flip know this, flat, okay, cool. Flip flap Flip Flat Vet uh Flip oh. Flap Pets rather. Yeah, Flip Flap Pets. So uh, same idea. I, I've I've seen the books, I, I haven't read the books, I'll be okay. honest. Um but I'm I'm imagining you get the same sort of thing, but yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. cat dog and the uh Yeah. Yeah, the the, the ham bird. Yeah, which, <laughs> sure. which, is, which is a hamster and a bird not a pig and a bird if no you know, sure
1: I mean yeah there's a whole series of these things and they're not um, the rhymes are actually quite good in the in the flip-flops safari I wish I had it with me so I could I could read that because there's, there's certainly more words than the the Nick catch up on your Complex book but yeah no th- these things are really great and I think having the split book things is something that helps kids engage with it and you can read these nine page books for half an hour if you need to you know it's, it's that sort of thing that's really cool
0: you, you can that's um uh, you, you're obviously quite a fan of these flip flap flip-flop books yeah um I am too I am too to, uh, so my children um as are the general populace um, according to go on Amazon Ah. Um, as you know Gareth I enjoy um, searching the archives of the internet to find some sort of negative misanthropic (laughs) swat who goes against what God intended and um, (laughs) goes against um, life in general and um, um, Paul's scorn and distaste over some of the pleasures in life and I could not find any negative review for either Nick Sharrett's Ketchup On Your Cornflakes, Flakes ah. Axel Shaffler's, um, um Flip Flap Zoo okay. um, or pretty much anything that they did so um, I mean even Nick and Axel are influencing uh, um, the Amazon search bots or um, g- people are generally quite happy with this sort yeah. of book
1: I think uh, you can't dislike these books they're really great your your kids. Will- fucking love them frankly he can't but uh, there's always a but and maybe I'm
0: playing devil's advocate here yes maybe I'm just being a bit of a twat it's a possibility uh, yeah. I, as 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 a, as a parent as a reader as an entertainer at bedtime mm-hmm. um, so my lady dad says <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom. Um, hello I'm, Dan's lady dad <laughs> I, um, I find these hard to read Oh, I find okay. these difficult to get through. I yeah. find an endpoint point interminable to, to, to discover. It's just You I, find endpoints interminable, is that what you yes. saying? Yes. <laughs> endpoints is also, interminable. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's 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 kind of a struggle where you start. Do you do you, and this is this is the O C D part of my brain coming through okay. because do um, do you, do you start at the beginning and then flip one half of the you book and then turn the next book and when when does the action stop? Because if you stop it too short then suddenly the, you've got a child going it's not over because we haven't come to the natural conclusion which it's is going through the every sentence, single yeah variation yeah, yeah, yeah. on the top and bottom page as possible which can take as you say Gareth yeah. half a fucking hour <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah I understand completely what you're saying it's not it's just not um, yeah it's not straightforward but it's you, you're, you're meant to luxuriate and enjoy these books with your kid it's, it's you know it's cuddling time it's reading books it's making amazing animals
0: it is and as much as we all enjoy that part of the evening where you're yeah, putting yeah. them to bed and you're reading the story and it's all cuddly cuddly yeah, snuggly yeah. snuggly and oh, I like, uh, love like you and all that it's like let's get this over with so I can go and sit in front of the TV yeah, sure have a beer yes and I, yeah and yeah. swear <laughs> the, our faces <laughs> I swear off swear my bollocks <laughs> off
1: yes uh, you have to be in the right mood these books I
0: think yeah okay so overall I think we we um, like we ask you one thing? just just keep an eye on the door that nobody goes downstairs yeah. okay merci <laughs> 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 right. do that was, um, that was the barman of this local bar just um, giving us um, some sort of uh, authority to look after the bar, and I believe. And still crisps. Yeah, there is a big box of cheese and onion um, yeah. potato crisps, which are quite a rare occurrence in France here. And yeah, good. Eh? They're kind of up for grabs if we really want to take advantage of the situation.
1: So it's now time for a new section of the Naked Does Review podcast. Ooh, yeah, ooh indeed, Dan. Um, This is this is a section called Mister Mano E Mano. (laughs) Um, What we've done because the Mister Men books, um, you know, by uh, Roger Hargreaves and and luckily Adam Adam. Hargreaves apparently, yeah, (laughs) luckily Adam, Um, because it's too big a series. There, it's like fifty odd books. um, We've decided to pick our favourite Mister Men of the week, and we're gonna present the case for that our particular Mr. Man being the Mr. Man being the best Mr. Man in, no Little Misses uh, no you can throw a Little Misses okay, just, yeah, just, we can, can introduce the Little Misses so. knock the, up a Little Miss every the result, idea but. is every week we're going to have a knockout competition um, voted for by the listeners to the Naked dance Review and we're going to establish who is the best the king the super Mr. Person I suppose um, we've got 15 seconds to make the case for our respective Mr. Men and then it will be up to our audience, you people listening to this right now,
0: hello, um,
1: to vote uh, for the best Mr.
0: Man of the week. Um, Dan, who's your Mr. Uh, Mister Man this week? Well, tonight, Gareth, yes. I will be presenting Mr. Messi. Ah, yes, I know. Uh, Mr. Messi, number eight in the series here. He plays for Barcelona. I believe. <laughs> Tax problems. Uh,
1: okay, yeah, it's okay. So, right, well, you have 15 seconds sir, to describe why Mr. Messi is the
0: best Mr. Man... Starting now. Mr. Messi is a curly-haired scruff who's obviously a bit of a stoner who lives in a dirty old house. One day, two weird men come along tell him to scrub himself a bit and they sort of sit and watch and advise and help and he turns into a round-lovable fool and hangs out with these guys and it's all jolly japes and that's the end of 15 seconds. I think I basically said everything I need to say there.
1: Sorry, I couldn't turn my alarm off. Yeah, but Dan's (laughs) covered Mr. Messi there very nicely. Right, my Mr. Man this week, Dan, I think you should, uh, you should do the time. I will exercise. do the time. <laughs> I
0: can't possibly do both. Um, Who is it, Gareth? It is Mr. Jelly. Oh, same colour. Yeah, exactly. Same, same shape, yeah, almost, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, Gareth, your 15 seconds begins. Three, two, one. Go. Now Mr Jelly has a lot of
1: uh, fears He's feared, he's scared of snakes, conflicts. But he meets a tramp And the tramp basically convinces him That he shouldn't be scared of the world And he should embrace it and embrace change And he relaxes and he becomes happier And a lot more contented
0: And you've still got a second to spare Look at that That's beautifully summed up there um, A couple of things um, As you've noted already Both are pink Both are well, either messy or wobbly Yes um, So there's, there's a couple of similarities Going between Mr Jelly and of Mr Messy here um, they both meet strangers who um, change their ways as yeah, well. That's, yeah. uh, in Mr. Jelly's case, um, a, a an old fashioned tramp. Sure, okay. You know, not a super brew, swilling, um, meffed up, swearing tramp of the modern day, the, the countryside tramp of a bygone age. Right, <laughs> like, no, Mr. Jelly meets his tramp lying in a field. That's yeah, exactly, yeah. That's fine. He's yeah, not meffed off yeah. his tits. No, sure, he's <laughs> it's not,
1: it's not a meth tramp. Mr. Messi, I think. Uh, it, He's a little bit selfish. It's all about his own personal, um, you know, his, pers- his personal sort of um, well-being. And it's, it's, they, they tidy his house. They tidy, his, you know, do, they
0: tidy his garden. They he doesn't them. ask them to. They have no reason to come into his space, to be honest, and Im- invade it and demand him do this. What do you reckon he's put happy? upon? He's, he's I think he is put upon. I right. think he quite enjoys the attention of t- two strange men in bowler hats. <laughs> right. Um, called Mr. Neat and Mr. Tidy. By yes. the way. Okay. Um, it's funny how they live up to their names, Wasn't, these Mr. Men, isn't didn't it? Didn't they it's, work with DJ Scruff at some point? <laughs> uh, possibly the Mr. Messy DJ Scruff? Yeah, I think it's Scruff true. pamphlets? No, it's um, <laughs> too scruff far away. Um, yeah, um, essentially, um, both these characters meet strangers, they change their ways, and... Um, I'm, I'd say Mr. Jelly's happier at the end of it. I think Mr. Messi's quite happy at the beginning as well. I, I just feel it's a lifestyle change.
1: Okay, but hand on heart, you think Mr. I, Messi is a better Mr. Man
0: than Mr. Jelly? Hand on heart, Mr. Messi is a better man. Yeah, than well, Mr.
1: I Jelly. think Mr. Jelly, and oh. I, I think Dan's, uh, Dan's wrong. But it doesn't matter what I think. It doesn't matter what Dan thinks. It's what you, the public, thinks. All thirteen of you, email us, text us, tweet us—not no, text us because you haven't got our phone numbers. Um, but <laughs> just <laughs> Tinder us. Yeah, is, t- is that a thing? <laughs> tinder us. <laughs> Put us on, you know, LinkedIn us. Um, No, let us know which
0: is best. Bebo us.
1: Ah, Bebo. Um. Yeah, excellent. Well, we'll also do a Twitter poll so you can vote for who is best, uh, Mr. Messi or Mr. Jelly. And we will let you know who wins
0: next time.
1: Obviously, Mr. Messi. Okay, Dan, what have you been doing when you've finally got the
0: kids in fucking bed? Well, I've got one word for you, Gareth. Snooker. Okay. Um, we have just had two, 17 days of epic world snooker championships oh my god um, I have I have a foreign lady dad <laughs> a foreign lady dad who I've I've, I've had Which to mail order <laughs> the way you said it. <laughs> I've had to introduce her very carefully very gently into the ways of 15 reds Ah, mm-hmm. and then screwing course back to the yellow American green the, the green bays. <laughs> she she's now well averse in, in in the world of the green bays, yeah. Mm. And, um she now knows to screw back for the yellow, green, blue. <laughs> the yellow, green, brown, blue, <laughs> pink and black. You're a lucky man that's <laughs> right. Um we have been thoroughly enjoying um the World Snooker Championships right. from uh, the Crucible Theatre in Sheffield. Ah uh, that's um, Arthur Miller, isn't it? he wasn't in this year's final oh. no it's, i think he got knocked out knocked out by ken Dockerty in the uh, early rounds yeah. <laughs> um uh, th- there's something very warm and relaxing about snooker yeah um warm. it's it's possibly um possibly my favorite sport i will i will admit it it's oh, um, wow. some people will, will, will lie and sport? pretend football's amazing um, or rugby whatever the fuck that is is amazing <laughs> but um but a snooker, it's, it's it's a gentleman's game. Yes. Okay. It, you 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 get to do it indoors. You get to wear a, a waistcoat. When else do you wear a waistcoat? Where, where, when else would you wear a waistcoat? If I was working in a strip club, I imagine. Just a waistcoat. <laughs> Just a waistcoat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, you you get basically you get to spend about twelve hours playing someone else at, uh, on a table. Is it not the most? Boring thing in the entire world. Well, some people have said that. Yeah. But, um, the intricacies and the, um, the slight nuances of every shot its its, it's a tactical game. It's like—it's like chess, but yeah. balls make noises, and it's all the fun of geometry, but silent. Wow, well, this is it. You—you've obviously not listened to the, the um, BBC um, coverage of the sport. Uh-huh. Um, they, the good—the good folk at the uh, British Broadcasting Corporation um, Auntie. Do, <laughs> auntie. They do an amazing job of um, possibly better than any sport that, that the BBC still has, <laughs> if they have any tiddly um, Tiddlywings, I think. Uh, oh. um, they, um, they, they have a solid team. They have um, unity amongst them. And it's, it's just an engrossing 17 days of sitting back, watching the BBC do what it does best. And that's report and um, commentate over a, a, a sport that nobody in the rest of the civilised world Gives a shit about. <laughs> it's it's incredible.
1: Is that why Britain still? Who sorry? Who won? Who year? won?
0: Okay. Well, the the winner um, was um, Mark Selby, aka right. the Jester from Leicester. Okay. Um, which uh, essentially he is the Jester from Leicester because it rhymes and um, <laughs> he I doesn't don't, wear the hat. He doesn't wear the hat, no. and uh, the molester from Leicester didn't go down <laughs> quite as well. Sure um it? he's he's it's 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 not a particularly fitting name for him because he's 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 pretty dry and that's um, from a snooker player wow perspective. Okay. um uh, but it, you know there were some mis- very very tense moments throughout that 17 days and it was just it was captivating viewing every evening once the kids had gone to fucking bed well you can't argue with that <laughs> I've been doing when my
1: son is finally in fucking bed is, uh well me and my lady dad we have been watching um, the line of duty the line of duty yeah it's basically the, the line the lion well, of
0: duty or the lion
1: <coughs> line of Okay. Is, n- nothing about a lion no Simba involved um no it's a, it's a basically a, it's a uk tv detective series it's obviously modeled on on u.s detective series because it's all deeply psychological and there's one of these plots that gradually unfills and fills we're, we're on episode three at the moment but it's it's really engrossing it's like it's all about sort of police corruption and and stuff and um it always is isn't no.
0: it it always yeah. is. Yeah, there's not bloody police and being yeah. so corrupt. Where's where it set, Gareth?
1: Uh, well, this is the very thing. It's actually filmed in Birmingham, but it's not set in Birmingham. It's not set anywhere. It's set in Broken Britain. It's set in it's set in Maze Britain. Oh, so, yeah, exactly. Oh, it's set in Mays, Britain. And I'm not talking about the fellow who hangs around with Jeremy Clarkson. It's, <laughs> it's, it's the other woman, the, 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 Richard Hammond. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's set in Theresa Mays, Broken Britain, and it basically is, it's there's lots of sort of. It's a, it's a curious mix of sort of side swipes about um, the amount of forms that police people have to fill in. And then... Bloody bureaucracy yeah. getting in the way <coughs> of the thin blue line. Right. Yeah. And, and then and then people getting their throats cut and fingers cut off with things Generally, the stories are really great. It's I, I don't want to give too much away, but <laughs> weirdly, Bob the Builder features in it. Neil Morrissey's there. <laughs> <Neil. Neil. laughs> he's there, yeah, um, which once we realised that, it was, it was quite off-putting but nevertheless
0: oh Neil Morrissey's um, taking the jump from um, kids narrator to serious drama yeah he's back doing serious drama he was in um, back doing serious drama. yeah he was
1: men he was, behaving badly serious drama <laughs> no he was in The Night Watch quite recently as well which is another BBC series ah, okay yeah which but nevertheless that was watched a while she ago Stop shagging Les Dennis' wife oh yeah he, yeah he didn't <laughs> do I not buy that Oh, no, <laughs> Paul uh, Dad knows um, anyway so I'm just, I'm just wittering now but no, in the line of duty is a great series, it's on YouTube so it's a it's a rare thing we watch online without it being illegal who who pro- who
0: produced this originally is this uh, a BBC
1: BBC yeah <clears throat> we're on series one I think there's there's four series and they all look um, pretty good so I guess that's about us for the uh, the podcast this time yeah um, yeah, so thank you for listening, I guess. Um, next week we're gonna be talking about
0: more kids' books. And um, we're gonna do another Mr. Mano E Mano. Gareth, what is our Twitter handle for those people who want to vote on our Mr. Mano Vivano? Mano V Mano E Mano. Mano E Mano. Yeah, I should have Googled this, but it's it's @nacadads. at Dads. At Nakud Dads. And that's that's knackered with a K for you illiterate way. <laughs> yes. Uh,
1: as we established last week you spelled nakad with a K. Um, and you can also send us an email
0: at knackerdadsreview.com uh, that's not an email address Gareth. oh hang on sorry it, <laughs> would be, it would probably be knackerdads at gmail.com knackerdadsreview at gmail.com knackerdadsreview, uh, knackerdadsreview uh, at gmail.com yeah, you, yeah to be honest I'm going to work it out what our email is we now. may check our emails one <laughs> yeah. day as well yeah we'll,
1: we'll write it down thanks for listening bye